0: Welcome into Griffin Sports Pilot. I'm your host and News Press Now Sports Director Brandon Zenner, joined by Western football coach Matt Williamson. we will also take a look into other fall sports going on at Missouri Western this week. A big week for D2 athletics, everything getting started up. But coach, you're back at home this week. First time in like 23 months, something, Been a long time. something sure, crazy like that. This, uh, this is after a 24-20 loss on Thursday at Central Oklahoma. How, uh, how are you doing today? How uh, have the feelings just been over the last uh, 48, 36 hours, whatever it is, since uh, since Thursday?
1: Uh, doing good. You know, we kind of put that to, uh, to rest. You know, obviously it wasn't a performance that, that, that we wanted to have. Yeah. Uh, didn't play. Played very flat early. Um, came back and rallied in the second half. Just uh, didn't have enough at the end. Um, um, obviously, very disappointing. I think it kind of put a little chip on our kids' shoulders a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, they, we all looked at each other and was like, "Kind of let one get away there for sure." And mm-hmm. um, very disappointing. But uh, we had practice. We had a great meeting um, the day afterwards. Uh, they had Saturday off. We actually, I just walked out. Uh, we just had practice just a few minutes ago and just got done with that. And mm-hmm. we're getting ready to go. So we're uh, their focus. Uh, had a great practice. Couple couple days of practice, and it's been good. And. Mm-hmm. We'll be ready to go for this week.
0: And you guys started slow, but it sounds like you didn't see any anything ticking you off throughout the week that we might we might come out slow. You were worried about the guys being too hyped up. You didn't yeah, see anything. Yeah, it was
1: really weird. Like you know, we talked a little bit about that prior about you know thinking about not being able to play for such a long time. Go yeah. out there and you get them. I go in there and kind of rant, and rave, and get them all fired up, and and uh, then they play you know kind of out of their mind a little yeah. bit. A lot of times you can you got to play with a controlled aggression and I didn't want to get him too much but it was really weird they just came out uh, we made some mistakes and played very it just didn't play very fast you mm-hmm. know it was like you know I was sitting watching I watched practice today you know I was like we're playing faster in practice today man. it was it was really shocking you know mm-hmm. and I, I think our guys may be a little over too confident or something walking into that we was still trying to figure it out there's all kinds of problems we ran across I mean but still I, we had adversity you know i am sure you heard we had two, both of our buses that had no ac on the way down and i mean that that was just part of it but if you lose because of that then you're not sh- mentally strong enough mm-hmm. to, to win a football game anyway so um just a bunch of pieces of the puzzle that we had to uh, put together and make sure that we're mm-hmm. right and we're ready to go for this thursday
0: well let's take a look at the highlights from this one the first game in 635 days for the griffs it was even longer for the ucl broncos tcu transfer, Stephon Brown, he started at at QB for UCO. What did you make of him early and did you expect him to to start?
1: We knew he was a good uh, athlete and good player. Um, I watched some of his prior film and different things. He was a man amongst boys out there. You know, obviously he ran a lot faster than uh, we projected. You know, most of their offense and everything was pretty much based on what he did, you know. And, um, you know, the frustrating thing I think defensively was, you know, we had they did nothing that we really prepared for just mm-hmm. because we had no film. We had no, yeah. no idea what was going on. So he, uh, he ran, made a lot of plays, extended a lot of plays, mm-hmm. and a couple of the big pass plays they hit were because he scrambled around and mm-hmm. uh, made people miss. So we've uh, got to do a better job.
0: Yeah, you see the, the rushing touchdown that he had there, and then the fumble it gives uh, UCO the ball back, but the defense holds strong, forces a field goal, and in keeping this game tight, that would be a big moment in this one, uh, limiting UCO to the field goal there, and it was a 10 nothing score after one in the second quarter down to nothing and the defense for you guys finally starts to settle in uh, Brandon Hall let's see what he's about we move on to the second quarter highlights man this guy is fast he showed it at North Kansas City and he showed it again here on Thursday
1: yeah he's a special player and he made some really really nice plays some really nice runs had a nice big catch out of the backfield we all have backfield he's gonna be a good one he's playing on special teams for us too so You'll see a lot more of him, I mean Mm -hmm. mean, he was one of the guys I talked to you earlier about before the season started.
0: And he told me after the game, we practiced going through arm tackles, that was Mm -hmm. an arm tackle from a big guy right there, but uh, it does not fret him. He goes for the touchdown, but UCO was timely on third and fourth down in the first half. This one third and one and it goes for 45 yards for the touchdown. Uh, Later in the quarter you guys go on and miss a field goal, leave some points on the board and UCO marks down. And Stephon Brown again—he showed the ability there with the run, and then uh, here in just a second, he's going to show it off with the arm again. Uh, good quarterback he is. He's going to yeah, cause absolutely. a lot of problems. You know this year. That
1: play? We actually had a really good call based on that. I had a couple missed assignments. Mm-hmm. Kids didn't uh, hit their assignments. You know that's what you—you know—you blitz <laughs> and you put pressure, and you don't hit the right gap, or you don't hold your you hold your assignment, and it puts you in a bad situation. So he's a good player, and uh, he'll have a lot of success in this league. He's. He's a he's a man amongst boys for sure.
0: So that touchdown right there to Marquise King makes it 24-7 at the half We are going to take a real quick break and then we are going to move on to the second half highlights We're gonna break down this game more plus take a look at the home opener coming up for the Griff's later this week We'll be right back Welcome back into Griffin sports Spotlight, Brandon Zenner and coach Matt Williamson talking the opener for the Griffins against Central Oklahoma down 24 7 at the half, uh, how do you see the guys react uh, to what they did in the first half in the locker?
1: Oh, I, you know, I went in there and ran. <laughs> raved a little <laughs> bit. Uh, I was pretty upset, you know, with our performance. And it wasn't a team that I'd seen before. And um, went in there and we got after Our Kids stepped up, rallied back. It was one thing that, that uh, was really good to see. And we've got a very mature team and um, very connected team. Is it mm-hmm. not one time that first half where, you know, usually you see some teams, you know, Bickering and stuff on the side and stuff like that. That we always had that feel like we're we're going to still going to win this football mm-hmm. game and um, and we had that all the way through and we really came up just a you know just a couple points shy mm-hmm. but um, we got after him a little bit talked about things made some corrections we had to we had to do adjustments and stuff and that was one yeah. of the biggest things we were able to make adjustments on the defensive side. And we basically shut them out in the mm-hmm. second half and made some huge, huge uh, key plays there. And then gave our offense the ball a little bit more. And uh, they sputtered a little bit at times, but made some really good plays. Came back, had a couple of touchdowns, you know, did some good things. And man, did we just, you know, those last two or three series, if we could have put in the box one of those, yeah. we would have been all right. And I think things would be good. But um, that's, you know, learning, live and learn. Um, we're uh, definitely going to take that one up and uh, make sure that, we, that it doesn't happen again mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Yeah, let's take a look at the third quarter highlights. Moving on to the second half, the offense showed some stuff. The defense definitely showed some stuff. A big stop by the defense to open it up. Then your guys show the poise, convert multiple big third and fourth downs on this drive, uh, which would end up uh, you guys scoring on. Yeah, it was a
1: big – I think it was a 16-play drive, yep. you know, and had a big run right there at the end and one um, for a fourth, I believe, twice. Yep. And uh, I believe in those kids, and, they, and I was just trying to give them confidence, and they ended up putting mm-hmm. it in there, and then the tides just started to change. there, just – it seemed like we were getting everything rolling our direction. And uh, it was a couple third downs that, you know, we weren't able to get stopped, you know, on, on defense. And, you know, the muff punt, which I, which I 100% <laughs> believe yeah. should be ours, and we'd have been on the 20-yard line. But that's just the way it goes. So mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll keep continuing to push and keep working on it. But um, very, very good second half. Second half was obviously, yeah. you know, uh, who, you know, way more who we are mm-hmm. um, than we were in the first half.
0: And that's Sheen Butler Lawson right there, uh, one of the freshmen, one of three freshmen to score rushing touchdowns for the Griffins. So that makes it 24-14 going to the fourth. And that is when Bryson Cobbins, he's gonna come in and make it a trio of freshmen to score on the day after a nice catch by uh, by Hezi Trotter. And that's gotta be encouraging, three freshmen finding the end zone on yeah, game one. These,
1: yeah, our backfield, you know, is we've got a lot. <laughs> we've got <there's laughs> more than just those yeah. three. So we've got a ton of players. and. They all made plays and uh, did some really, really mm-hmm. good things. you'll see a see a lot of that in the future.
0: Three drives in the fourth with a chance to take the lead, not able to capitalize. Just what hindered the defense there in the fourth? Or uh, the offense, played, you know,
1: last you know last couple of series they played some prevent stuff, mm-hmm. um, played a little two man stuff, and you know that backed up. It's you know we had, we didn't have a lot of preparation preparation for that. You know mm-hmm. something that we hadn't really worked on a bunch because we hadn't really seen that. And obviously it's game plan stuff that yeah. was new. So we uh, they got some good. Pressure on us a little bit, brought some uh, some heat. And knew that you know, they had, we had to make it, score a score, touchdown, to make something happen. But um, they finished up strong and played really well um, there at the end, and mm-hmm. just and we came up short.
0: And UCO goes on to win this one by a score of 24 to 20. Taking a look at at the stats uh, from the game, was there anything that stood out to you guys after? I know you want to run the ball for more than 141 yards. Um, we'd like to. Be closer to 50 percent that are on third downs. Is there anything that stood out to you after the game?
1: Yeah, you know the rush yards would have been higher if yeah. we were able to stop their, def- you know, stop their offense yeah. in, the, in the first. You know, the 194 yards. I think the quarterback had 140 of those. Yeah. So So mm-hmm. um, we stopped the run, the actual run, run game. on That the quarterback run stuff um, struggled with that. Just uh, some of the new plays that they were doing, and everything. But yeah, that that's that's not good. You you want to be under 100 for sure. And, Third down, we got to be way more efficient um, on that. You know, you mm-hmm. know, converting, you know, on third downs and extend your plays. And that was one of the things that I we talked a little bit more. Is it? It just seemed to really chop, especially the first half. But we were just all chopped up. Yeah. We had a couple good plays and then and then we put her out. A couple good plays and then we would put her out. And then um, the second half, we put some drives together and move the ball and, and we're a lot more consistent. You know, and the the number one thing I think that cost us one of the biggest things was that turnover early and down in our end zone. Mm-hmm. I know they only got three points from from that but you know obviously turnovers are are huge you know and uh, it was a great catch and he, he should have got down and it is what it is mm-hmm. we just got to protect the ball a little bit better but you know we got to take the ball away a little bit more and we've got to control the ball in mm-hmm. offense
0: for sure now we're going to take a l- quick break and we're going to look at some of the individual performances from week one plus the home opener against fort Hays state is coming up this thursday we'll be right back welcome back into griffin sports by way, brandon zinner and matt williamson here wrapping up uh, the UCO game, 24-20 loss for Mo West. But let's look at some of these performances, starting with quarterback Anthony Vespo. First high-leverage start that he's had. He faced Lincoln, and you guys uh, kind of tore the pup a little bit last year. But 13 of 28, 169 yards, at iron, uh, that interception he had late in the game. What did you take away from from uh,
1: Anthony Vespa? Uh, you know, I think we got to be a little more consistent. You know, I think he tried to uh, force some things here and mm-hmm. there, uh, made some phenomenal, a couple really, really good throws. He, he throws a pretty ball. Um, well. And it's, it was really impressive. I think a couple decision making things uh, during the game, you know, he could have ran on a couple, yeah. got a few first downs, you know, and just kind of, um, he was trying to, you know, look down the field. Well, obviously, you want him to do that, but obviously, we got to know where we're at sticks wise and make sure we get mm-hmm. the first down, and continue the drives. Um, but I thought, you know, he, he made the right checks, right right calls throughout the game, and, and did some really good things. Mm-hmm.
0: Now we also saw a little bit of freshman uh, quarterback Reagan Jones, a similar role to what we saw with Vespo early in 2019. Uh, and Reagan, he's got a quick release on him; he can really run around. Uh, what did you like about what you were able to see from him? And uh, I think he was about four drives that he played in.
1: Yeah, no, he did some good things. You know, obviously that's his first college you know uh, action, which was. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, you're nervous about kids just kind of getting really nervous and, and uh, screwing things up. He seems like a gamer. No, he did, yeah, he walked out there and did some, some great things, made some good checks, made some great plays, extended some plays, mm-hmm. and did some good things. So, he'll you know, we'll continue to uh, rep him and uh, continue to be uh, uh, part of our uh, offense. We mm-hmm. do some other things, as you see, as we get later into our play calls. You'll see some more mm-hmm. things with him being involved.
0: Mm-hmm. How happy were you with these uh, the, all the freshman running backs you tried out? Uh, we saw we saw Sheen, Brandon. Uh, I think he averaged almost eight yards a carry. Had that 45-yard catch down as well. Uh, Jonas Bennett was ever able to really get going, but he but he uh, got in there. Uh, Bryson Cobbins also scoring. Just how about that group?
1: Oh, it's just it's great because they they can all they're all very mm. very talented. They've got great vision and they all can catch the ball out of the backfield. You know, and yeah. so. Um, it's great, you know, all of a sudden you get a guy in there for three or four reps and, you know, they're gassed after they hit a big 20-yard run. They can throw another guy in there. (laughs) You don't even miss. You might actually get better. or You might get, you know, it might be even the exact same. So we're blessed to have all those guys and I know a lot of people would love yeah. to have as many of those guys mm-hmm. as we do so you'll you're gonna love watching them in the future for sure
0: well, I love watching Cooper Burton he was awfully good as well seven Cooper's catches man, 91 dude. yards also had three carries for I think 24
1: yeah I love that guy he's great he's he's worked his tail off you know he came in and um was really he's put weight on he's really trained and worked really hard and studied the playbook and he it, he finally hit that mature the maturity part of mm-hmm. it he's out there being a leader he was great on the sidelines the whole game and you can see him out there just compete. Yeah. That, that dude hates losing. and He's a—he's uh, out there and he, you watch it in practice too. And he'll sit yeah. and uh, he'll teach all the younger kids. And he's just a great yeah. Griffin football player, man. Yeah. It's, and I'm, uh, we're very blessed to have him on our football team too. And you're going to see him do a lot more things yeah. in this league as we get through it.
0: The defense pitching a shutout in the second half. Was there anyone that jumped out to you uh, on film or, or just watching the game live that you thought played exceptional on that defensive side? I think
1: our two, you know, I think Evan Shohan and Terrence March were, they flashed a bunch, they made some really key plays on third down, some short yardage plays. Um, They had, I was really fired up about (laughs) both of those guys. Coach Rizio's got them rolling. Our defensive front did some good things, um, you know, on the basic run play stuff. I I thought we we pushed the pocket made the quarterback feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable a little bit, but he kind of snuck out on us a little bit. But Uh, I would say our linebacker core probably was was the strength of, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously that second half.
0: Yeah, for sure. And with that, it is now time to move into a game at the Spratton, which I know you love. (laughs) Still ahead, we're going to break down the Griffins' first game back at home, about as big as it gets week two. Here with Fort Hayes coming to St. Joe. We will be right back after this short break. Welcome back into Griffin sports by wrapping wrapping things up here with Matt Williamson for our football talk this week. Again, not to exaggerate. It's only week one. We still have 10 more weeks. Uh, three of the top five teams in the coaches poll with uh, central Missouri, you guys and Fort Hayes state who comes here this week, all losing in week one. You guys have played Hayes really well. The last two times out 23, 13, win, uh, 2018, 2018 to seven 28 to 17 in <laughs> 2019 and uh now you have some film to look over with them in week 1 just what do you make of this Fort Hayes team from what you've seen uh, coming off of a 15-7 loss to Northwest that was a yeah it was a was big, crazy game.
1: <laughs> big defensive game it really was fun to watch um, coach brown does a great job there at fort yeah. hayes once he's gotten there he's he's man he's done a tremendous job he gets his kids play really really hard and uh, it'll be a they're a very tough game every time we've played them it's you know it's yeah. it's been a battle i mean very physical And uh, we're really excited to to strap it up against those guys. We'll get them at at the Sprite, and uh, they do well. You know, their quarterback is electric. He's a good player. He throws the ball really well. He uh, he reads very well. And they've got a couple talented wide receivers. They got one back from a couple years ago that played that was really really Mm -hmm. good. Um, So we'll have to do a great job covering them. Obviously, want to stop the run first and try to force them into the passing game. And but um, I feel very confident. You know, our defense. You know, I think they're. uh, I think they got kind of slapped in the face that first half, and I think you'll see a little <laughs> different side of them the rest of this rest of this season. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, I mean they're they're pretty pretty hacked off about their performance that first half.
0: And it sounds like you're confident Sam Webb can come back, and, and a player like that, and he can he can break a game like this against Hayes.
1: Yeah, we got Sam Webb, you know, coming back, and Peyton Murray, you know, mm-hmm. he had the appendix, you know, just an unlikely time <laughs> right during camp and stuff, and so we you know we had a couple defensive players that didn't play at all, and um, we're gonna continue it's just weird as we, we're gonna actually get stronger health wise <laughs> <laughs> as the season goes mm-hmm. along so we're getting some guys back injury wise but mm-hmm. we'll uh we're ready to play you know and our offense um is really ready to to execute they folks on a lot of stuff this week so far already and uh we're ready really to get after this thursday
0: what is this game going to come down to it's
1: going to come down to uh, big plays i uh, i really believe that i think uh, if our offense you know you can always say the turnover thing that that's huge no matter what but i our offense has to click and fundamentally has to put drives together um, and, and put some points on the board and stuff, um, which I, you know, obviously know that. But the I'm talking about the drives and the, cont- the continual of of play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on the offensive side, defensively, you know, we're just going to have to. Uh, I think we'll, we'll be really physical up front, uh, be able to stop the run fairly well. and then Helping the 14
0: they're gonna, yards rushing in 2019.
1: They're gonna, yeah, they're going to try to, and that's what you saw the last probably quarter. They just tried to flick it. They got induced yeah. and four wides and try to flick it all over the place. And the quarterback puts the ball on the spot too, but I think we're a lot better defensive line-wise. I think we should be able to rush mm-hmm. the passer a little bit better um, than we did uh, than that year. And um, between those two things, I think uh, – we'll be all right. Settle the court, you know, stop the quarterback from throwing the ball a little bit all over the place and, uh, and be able to put drives together on offense. We should have a lot of success.
0: What's your message to the, the Griffin Nation out there?
1: Griffin Nation has come out to the Sprat. It's about ready to get electric. I'm really excited about it. Um, we we'll, can't wait to have the whole community. It's Thursday night at 7 o'clock. If you've never been to a Thursday night at the Sprat, you're missing out 100%. There's tons of people. The whole the whole school will be there. Um, we got a bunch of support, and it's it's really electric underneath those lights. So come on out, go Grif!
0: If there's anything I know, this town hates Tom Brady. He's <laughs> playing on Thursday night, so what better oh, way to avoid easy. him? Yeah, get absolutely. get out to the spread. You miss the sound of that bell? <laughs>
1: I do. It's it's ready to ring. I tell you <laughs> what, it's been it's been a while since we rang it. So once we do, it's gonna it's gonna create a lot of a uh, lot of emotions and time that mm-hmm. uh, that's gonna come throughout the season.
0: 7 p.m. Missouri Western, Fort Hayes at the sprat coach good luck this week where's it that. it's at the sprat <laughs> we'll be right back welcome back into griffin sports spotlight it's also the start of a new season for other sports western volleyball opening with a three and one weekend and extra ncaa el- eligibility due to covid19 gives one of the best players in program history a chance to return and ally Talkin hopes to make the most of it three, one, two, three, with the ncaa granting eligibility relief to student athletes in the midst of covid19 Allie Talkin had a decision to make.
2: This program was like a family to me and like leaving them, the thought of like not completing a real season with them was really sad.
0: Medical school looming on the horizon, Allie opted to return to St. Joe to finish what she started.
2: It took a little bit of convincing maybe, but it was more just working out the logistical things. Her heart was still here, her heart wanted to get you know another trip to the postseason so now I get to have a real season with them get closure and play with my best friends again
0: the Iowa City native was the MIAA freshman of the year in 2017 earning all conference honors all three seasons with the Griffins with a first team selection in her last season in 2019 even after all this time the team continues to follow her lead
2: she leads our team so well she does not just the physical things really well but Um, all of the mental and teamwork types of things. She's such a great leader to follow. We have a lot of heart and we care about each other so deeply and like that's evident in the way we play. Like we're always backing each other up, encouraging. Everyone plays like super hard for each other and that makes it so much better too. Like you want to win for your teammates all the time.
0: And awards aside, there's still more Allie is after. A glance back into what the Griffins accomplished her freshman year. With the trip to the NCAA postseason.
2: You can't replace time. Time is like always slipping away. And so like we got a whole year together to just practice and play and have fun and regain our passion for volleyball. It will take that kind of leadership to get us back. I think talent wise we match up really well. It'll be the connection and the chemistry that will, will get us back there. This year we've been working all last year. We've built up this great team chemistry and now we actually get to go out show everyone like what we're made of.
0: Now, Western Volleyball isn't the only team that is in action. Cross Country's back, so is uh, fall golf and tennis seasons going on. But Griffin Soccer also back on the field with a new head coach for the first time in a decade. And Damian Macias' squad 2 0 on the weekend. It plans to build off a spring that saw them finish second in the MIAA.
2: Good, play it out and we defend. Go, go, go. First of all, be proud of ourselves because we accomplished something. Really good. We know what we're capable of now, and if we really work hard and fix our mistakes, then the sky's the limit.
0: The last year was one Mo West soccer couldn't have scripted. Two coaching changes, one canceled season, and more questions than answers.
2: We basically had to start from scratch. You know, I'm a junior now, and everything I learned my freshman year kind of went out the door for my sophomore year. For me, it was hard to like go to practice every day and like wanna win and everything when we didn't really have a game to look forward to.
0: Western's opportunity under Damian Macias came in the spring and they made the most of it, going 8-3-2 and two with a runner-up finish in the MIAA tournament. Had a year under our belt.
2: Uh, I, girls know me, I know the girls. I think we all knew we were like talented, but there's just so much we hadn't figured out yet. I wasn't really coming in with much expectation as a freshman and just with COVID oh, yeah. and everything like that. As we went on and we were actually getting the results that we wanted, Um, I think we just kind of took it and ran with it because none of us expected it.
0: But this group won't let a spring that didn't count in the record books to find them. New leaders, new coaches, and a true fresh start. I mean, for me, yeah, the past is the past. It's
2: watering the bridge. You know, we're not going to pat ourselves on the back or get too crazy about it. It's a new day. I can see it in our future more because we had a taste of it or like a dip a toe in the water of it.
0: Plus memories and experiences to look back on.
2: It's easy to build off something when you accomplish something big. Um, So to move on from that, it's just going to be really fun for us.
0: Now as a top 25 team to open a new year. Last
2: thing you want to do is elevate yourself, put yourself on that mantle and you know, say we are what we did yesterday. We have more to prove now. We have more people looking at us and more targets on our backs, so we'll definitely have to continue to step it up this season. Motivational for us to not just get there, but go forward with that and um, work for something bigger than that.
0: Western 2-0 and on the weekend. Kaylee Campbell with a hat trick for the Griffins on Sunday. Thank you for watching this edition of Griffin Sports spotlight. Thanks to Matt Williamson for his time in studio this week. A home opener Thursday 7 at the Sprat against Fort Hayes State. Get all your coverage from Missouri Washington at News Press Now and newspressnow.com. Have a great night.